to the two to the one. We are live in Paradise, California for episode one nine. One niner. It's going quick, man. Going real fucking quick. That's what happens when you do weekly releases. Does it feel faster than Heretic? I mean, I guess it has to. Yeah, because we do bi-weekly. Although that show, I'm surprised. We just had our two-year anniversary show, man. I can't believe we've been doing it for two years. Two fucking years. I was just down in the OC. That fun. sounds about right to me, actually. It does? It does. Yeah? Yeah. It doesn't seem like we've been doing it that long. And actually, it's been like two, Which two is- years and change since we, we, we released like three podcasts without even being a podcast. We just did them on our blogs. And then we had the idea. I forget who had cool. the idea. Like, let's do this on the reel. And then it came out right around September of, of 17. So, we've been going yeah. strong for two years. And it's like 58 episodes. It's pretty good. But and if I mean, if it's not good, if it feels like it's been longer, oh yeah, than oh, it feels years. like it's been twenty years. Damn, it's only been six months. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, like the Trump presidency. <laughs> oh, hey yo, it feels like he's been later. president forever. <laughs> it feels like Tr- uh, Obama was president mm-hmm. like when I was a kid. It's <laughs> 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 not. He was president not the that long ago. Days. The good old days. I wasn't even a fan of Obama, but uh, I wasn't into politics when Obama was. Yeah was president no. so i can't really speak to that you said that before you got into politics when because i had to the big orange got elected yeah the, he he the, dragged me into it kicking the, and screaming the pussy grabber <laughs> speaking of which did you did you get my response on our manuscript i roasted trump's ass i did yeah i, I saw it yeah <laughs> i roasted his ass <laughs> we'll save that for when it comes out but uh yeah be on the no, lookout for a, that in 2020. It's a pretty hot burn right there. It was yeah. a hot burn. Shit was fire. Yeah, if we're still around and we haven't blown ourselves up yet, shit will come out next July. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, let's uh, let's get to a word from our um, our alcohol choice. I, uh, we've done this before. Our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, proper twelve Irish whiskey. We had it before. I don't know. I don't remember which episode. Early on, one of the early the early ones. I'll have to trust you on that one. I don't exactly remember it. But. Yeah. I only re- remember the episodes so much because I edit them. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. remember. I, I don't remember. Like, Heretic Happy Hour? <laughs> I have no fucking clue when we did what, what episode we said what. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Sometimes you'd put out too much. I mean, think about it. Maybe if you didn't get blacked out drunk all the time. <laughs> I don't get blacked out drunk. <laughs> I've only been blacked out. Have you ever been blacked out drunk? Well, technically, I think it means that like you don't remember conversations that yeah, you yeah. had. Yeah, I don't mean like falling down on the floor. I've never yeah. been that bad. But like when uh, when uh, Judge Justice Kavanaugh says that he doesn't rem- remember yeah. sexually assaulting Damn. those women, it's like, well, yeah. Do you know what being blackout drunk means? Of course, you don't remember. Yeah, it. it's not really an excuse. <clears throat> Be like, baby. You're not really the best, the most credible witness. I know those girls said I fucked them, but I don't remember, so I'm good, right? (laughs) Like, no, you're not good. You're blacked out drunk, dumbass. I don't, I don't, like, I don't have it in my spank bank. Doesn't, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't mean you're clear. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, but I still have a hard time remembering. But, I mean, I've been to the point where I don't remember conversations, and that's not good. I don't like that. Yeah. I've done that. I mean, when it, it when it gets in the way, it's pretty embarrassing. It is pretty embarrassing. 
Especially when you don't mean to. Like, if you're at the bar and you're just doing something stupid, hanging out with the boys, yeah. whatever. But if you have, like, friends over, <laughs> like, cooking dinner or something, you're, like, wasted, no, that's probably not good. You should probably be present. Have a drink. Lubricate the uh, the social joints, but... Or just maybe don't make it even, like, a weekly affair. <laughs> like Definitely not. If it's a time of celebration, who cares? Yeah. I bet when Jesus turned water to wine, people were, people were drunk. I always hated that uh, evangelical quip or whatever. Well, they didn't have clean water, so uh, <laughs> he had to make wine. I was like, no, motherfuckers were getting drunk. It was a wedding. It was a party. What the fuck do you think was happening? They were having a, they were having some music, getting down. And Girl, how... Girls were twerking. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you know they didn't? How do you know they didn't have clean water? Do, do we know that? Is there no, any way of possibly knowing them? I mean, I don't think they're... I think they're just making that up because... The, you could always the, boil it. Not that, they, not that they know about bacteria back then, but... I think... I mean, fuck, they were drinking water, though. I mean, you can't survive more than three yeah. days without water. Of course, people are just drinking water. I just think it's one of those things, like, we have to, uh, you know, we have our puritanical sensibilities, and they can't be... They can't be shaken up. It doesn't fit our worldview, right. so we got to come up with something like, oh, well... Jesus wouldn't endorse getting a little too tipsy, so it must be because the water was shit. It's like, no, they were at a wedding. They were getting down. It's time to celebrate. Both explanations logically make sense, possibly. Possibly. I just don't know why you would why you'd go for. The no, water, you're, the just, water, the you're just uh, you're just you're you're affirming the conse- uh, consequent, mm. whatever that fallacy is. Well, not right? no, that's the right one. Affirming the consequent. People need to take formal logic. Everyone needs to take formal logic. Learn what all those fallacies are. Right. Even even if you don't totally grasp, you know, each fallacy, like at least at least you know what logic is is all about. Yeah. Then you can't, you know, be somebody that says something like that's your logic. <laughs> that's just your opinion, or yeah. Well, I guess it's a slap against uh, anti-intellectualism, which yeah. is kind of rampant in evangelical Christianity. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. So for our listeners, affirming the consequent, let me give you an example. Let me try to give you an example. So this is a teaching moment. This is a teachable moment. Awesome. Yeah. Let me think of one. <laughs> it's uh, if you turn the hose on, the patio gets wet. The patio is wet, therefore you had the hose on. It's like, no, it could have rained. You could have dropped a bucket of water. Yeah, nice. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah, that's pulled, perfect. Yeah, pulled that one out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's affirming the consequent. Which, by the way, is, I mean, that's kind of the way the scientific method works. Like, it's... Does it affirm the consequent a little bit? The It does. The scientific method doesn't actually prove anything. Sure. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't get you anywhere. I mean, right. science got us the iPhone, the Galaxy. Um, just don't... The Galaxy sucks, uh, I just got to say. I think I have a oh, Samsung Galaxy. Yeah. Do you have one? What do you have? I have an iPhone. I hate the Galaxy, man. So science fucked up on the Galaxy. But <laughs> <laughs> At least the Galaxy so 5, that, I got an old-ass phone. That's proof that science doesn't necessarily <laughs> prove anything. <laughs> Case in point, the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, but science is good. I like science, but it, it, I, I think, trust it more than yeah, 
Yeah. Re- Republican uh, legislators. Yeah. <laughs> science is a liberal agenda. Yeah. No, it's actually not science. That's not the way science works, but, but I digress. So, anyways, your uh, boy Trump said some shit that I think we got to um, talk about. I want to talk about. Excuse me. Exque- no. Your boy. <laughs> I want to talk about the LGBT thing. I think we should do a whole episode on that, but we got to push that. Because of recent events? Because of recent events. So, some dude tweeted about God, or no, about Trump. Sorry. (laughs) God, Trump, same thing. (laughs) About Trump being like the chosen one of God. They they got you. They got me. They got me hooked. (laughs) And there's this whole notion in evangelicalism that God chose Trump as some sort of like restorer of Christian American Judeo-Christian values, whatever. Yeah. And they, they equate him to like King Cyrus, who's not like, he's not part of the club, but he comes in and does, does, <laughs> does God's bidding. And, and, uh, that's kind of like Trump. He's not a great Christian, but he's here to do God's work. And God, uh, s- selects and elects some of the worst among us to do his work and blah, blah, blah. And then Trump retweeted it and requoted it or some shit. <clears throat> Basically equated himself to the chosen one of God. I would say almost like, I, I don't know if he's trolling or if he really believes this shit. He's certainly pandering to a whole, well, his voter base. There's been a lot of, there's been several psychiatrists, you know, ju- uh, diagnosing him from a distance that he's losing it. And I don't, I don't know if I believe it, um, but some people do. And it makes sense. Um, you think he's losing it? He, always, he he seems consistent. I I no, you're right. I I agree. Like I would say that was one of the arguments leveled against um, Anthony Scaramucci. Like, why are you now just turning against Trump? Because yeah. it seems like he's always been kind of crazy. He just kind of seems like an opportunist. But it definitely seems like an opportunist. That doesn't mean that what he's saying isn't wrong <laughs> what who's saying isn't wrong scaramucci uh-huh um no but is it kind of like well where were you when he was acting like this years ago yeah yeah which i mean thus people are saying that you're an opportunist that now you're trying to get into uh, mm. get in with the liberal crowd oh, with okay. clinton and uh yeah, um, yeah yeah it is weird how some people like trump for a while and they don't like trump and it's like well what about it makes you waver you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like, you should have had this figured out by now. Like, how are you on the fence about Trump? I mean, he's so... Well, I think you you have to have a, be having a conflict in values. Uh. Like, I don't... With Trump, like, most, most evangelicals uh, gravitate towards him for his so-called pro-life views. I mean, yeah. um, his uh, stance on, his, on Israel. Yeah. Um, they, but, they say they like his conservative economics, America first, but he's not really conservative in that. Like, well, not maybe not even immediately historically because he's not he's not into free trade, which is that's a Republican thing. Yeah, with all of his with his trade war. Well, and his whole thing about like building the wall and using taxpayer dollars is like, wait, this isn't a conservative value. Like, how is taxes to fund something like that? A conservative thing. Like, I thought they were anti-tax, anti-this. And I mean, it's like, okay, now you're pro-tax because you don't like 
brown people from the south <laughs> like i i don't know it just yeah it, it, it seems it, it this is just my opinion but it seems that ultimately trump is xenophobic racist possibly misogynistic that that's how i i would ultimately identify him mm. i wouldn't ultimately identify him as a republican he doesn't really seem to have any values no I would certainly say he's misogynistic. I mean, if I said some of the shit that Trump said, people would rightly, like, fucking lay waste to me. I mean, grab him by the pussy, isn't that kind of misogynistic? Not saying you pussy. Will, I mean, there's not, I mean, people... It's saying that he's a, he said that when you're rich, when, yeah. when you're in the position that he's in, that you're allowed to do that. Yeah. And maybe he does get, maybe he got away with it, and so he thinks that. But, but, but again, it's not about values. It's about getting away with shit because you got money, or you you already got you got a brand, you got a name. You're not. Well, you. I mean, you're not. I'm just assuming <laughs> that most most women do not want to be grabbed by the genitals. Like, no, probably that, not. That's just. I mean, in certain contexts, certain contexts, I'm sure they do, and that's cool. So then it's you're ultimately <laughs> saying that you don't care about no. their their preferences no. and ultimately you have to say it's because well they're lesser it doesn't really matter what they think no. if you were if if you thought that they were an, an equal and you yeah. knew that it, that they didn't want to have that done wouldn't you have to at least consider <laughs> not doing it <laughs> not doing it like <laughs> yeah you would you'd think you'd think so i think he's definitely misogynistic but this whole business about about him Sorry. saying things like, he says, could you imagine Obama saying something even close to the chosen one of God? Could you imagine him, like, even if he liked, like, a post, if someone said, Obama's the chosen one of God, even if Obama was like, eh, like, <laughs> on Facebook, people would freak out. But it's like, this dude retweeted it and talked about it and basically, like, tacitly agreed with it. And so it's like, the whole thing's ironic. The whole thing's ironic, isn't the whole Antichrist in the Rev in the Book of Revelation? This this figure who claims he's like God, he's one with God, and he's like this opposite of what Jesus, the actual person from Nazareth, Nazareth was all about. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm recalling Second Thessalonians, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of those? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Any of those? What what Protestant? American dispensationalists, evangelicals would point to as proof that this this end times eschatology left behind sort of thing, any of those things that they would use. It's like, how do you not see that Trump is the figure in that narrative that you have? And I don't personally believe it anymore, but now I'm starting to be like, fuck, maybe they were right. They just don't. <laughs> like, know. shit. We, we were talking about this earlier, like the, <laughs> the picture that they, they paint in the Bible about the end times, like you look around. So I don't necessarily believe in it, but God damn it, it God, looks... <laughs> you're making me consider it again, you <laughs> fucking idiots. Because <laughs> it's right there. It's like like the dude who panders to the church, the church... And I don't, I don't mean the church broadly speaking. I mean the church in America, the church in white Protestant evangelical... The Western church. The Western... Yeah, yeah. You can use that loosely. Yeah. <sighs> what the fuck are you people not seeing? How are... How are you not seeing this? If America's Rome, if you want to make the analogy, if, if America's Babylon and the figure you, comes out of there, it's like, wait, hold the fuck up. 
do you not see that that's the dude who you all say we need to look out for? It's not Obama. Obama's gone. Wasn't Obama. It's the dude who's pandering to your asses, who's playing you. I don't. Yes, I don't see how. I don't see how they don't see that. I mean, if you claim if the Bible is the word of God, and if you should, pro- if you believe that, you should probably know what it says, and that's what it says. Yeah, I don't know how you get away from that. So, like, let me ask you: Do you? I guess I'm not really asking you. This is more rhetorical. But do you do you view the Word of God, the Bible, as set in stone, or do you do you look at it more like a plantier in the in the Lord of the Rings, where it shows you what could happen? Yeah. It, uh, it, like if you let a self fulfilling prophecy, yeah, be fulfilled. Yeah. Um, like if you follow this path, this is what will happen. Right. So I'll just I'll I'll answer it. I don't I don't I view the end times as something that is possible. Right. If you don't like if you don't address climate change, sure. if you don't really consider your evangelical views, yeah. um you will experience what has happened in the book of Revelations right. or you know, the end of other books in the New Testament. Like right. yeah. And even the Old Testament. Yeah. So, the first point, like, I mean, I don't view the Bible as the Word of God. I mean, you know that. And nor uh, do I. Yeah, nor do yeah, I. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's inspired, like a lot of texts, and that can probably be, put that tech guy, jot, jot that down. Maybe we can talk about what divine inspiration is on a different episode. Um, <laughs> but to the to the main point of your question, yeah, I think, I think the book of Revelation fucking mosquitoes is entirely well first of all i think it's about rome and and how 70 ad went down or was going to go down depending on when you date revelation but i think to the to the bigger truth of the book of revelation because see i I used to hate the book of revelation because it's so fucking scary now i love it because Mm -hmm. i think it's so Mm -hmm. um powerful and i think this is the point of uh what they would call jewish apocryphal literature it's not Prophecy is not a prediction. It's like speaking truth to the way things are. doesn't mean like, it's not like a prediction like you can predict the the lotto numbers or the the bingo numbers and you're going to win bingo every time. But this is generally how people act. This is generally human psychology right here. This is it. Yeah. This is human psychology, human anthropology, human culture, (laughs) human sociology. This is going to play out every fucking time. No matter what you call it, it could be Rome, it could be Babylon, it could be the Greek Empire before it, it could be the Egyptian Empire before that, later on it could be the Chinese Empire, it could be the British Empire, and now it could be the American Empire. The shit is going to play out every fucking time in this way, sort of. You know, so so you go to the, like the book of Revelation, we always think it's all about the future, we, it's this future thing, and it's like, nah, yes and no. It totally happened a generation after Jesus or within that generation as he predicted. Um, but it's, it's happening again. Climate change. How, how the fuck do people think who, who believe in like a left behind type of, uh, theology or interpretation of revelation? How do you think all those things would play out with the scrolls rolling up and darkness and fire and things raining down from the heavens? How do you think it's going to play out? It's going to be, it's going to be climate change. 
It's going to be war, catastrophe, famine that's caused by war. Yeah, yeah. how do you think those things are going to be started? That's how it's yeah. going yeah, to yeah. play out in real time. How do you not see this? <clears throat> and what's bringing it about it? People like Ann Coulter saying, her, you know Ann Coulter, the conservative commentator. Oh, I do. And I, I quote her in, in one of my books from the Bill of Abel. Uh, I think it was from the Bill of Abel. Uh, maybe. You write so much shit and you just forget. <laughs> she said, her interpretation of Genesis 1 is God said, take it, rape it, it's yours. <laughs> uh, the Hebrew text talks about you're, you're a caretaker of the earth, you're in charge of it, you know, the, the, you're supposed to care for the earth, you're supposed to, um, you know, be one with it, you know, work, work like what we were doing here in this, in this garden, man, having an orchard, caring for it, working the soil, like caring for the plants, care for the earth. Her interpretation is rape it. Well, that's just playing out. And what happens when you rape the earth? You fucking get deforestation. You get the depopulation of the bees, which if those motherfuckers go, we're fucked. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. You get shit like Fukushima, Chernobyl. You get famines after wars. You get uh, scorched earth policy where you just lay waste. There's fucking consequences to that shit. There's fucking consequences to that shit. And, And how in the fuck do people not see that their narrative is playing out and Trump is a part of that in not a positive way? And they're aligning himself with someone who has, and I don't want to judge someone's heart because I don't know this dude. No, but but, but it has it has nothing to do with a dude that I that I read about named Jesus. It has nothing to do with that. But you have to say that we're noticing that we're doing a lot of this sorts of things, <laughs> and a lot of these sorts of things are happening around the same time. I don't know. I don't know. Ultimately. You know why the universe was designed in such a way mm-hmm. that if you deforest, you pollute it with plastic. I don't know ultimately why the Earth can't stand up to that, but well, I think it can. We just might get kicked the fuck off. Like the Earth, I think the Earth, like it'll it'll play dead and and it'll kick us off. Yeah, yeah, and it'll it'll, and, and and it will come back. Yeah, because yeah. we're a virus. And, and I, I think I think the Earth will figure out how to get rid of us. I think I think that's an apt analogy. I really do think that we might be a virus. <laughs> we kind of are. Well, look at like Chernobyl. Like we can't go there, but shit's growing, and it's like radioactive and shit. But it, I mean, look at any uh, you know any sort of abandoned place. Nature grows. Nature will come back. We just might not be a part of it because like human life is sustainable in a certain uh, narrow scope. But life as such will will flourish without us. There's no other species that could deforest the Amazonian rainforest. There's no other species that can cause the climate to fundamentally change chemically, biologically. I think next to us it's beavers, but uh, (laughs) even then it's not even close. They fuck up from streams and rivers, but... I don't think they can cause climate change. No. 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 Or cause species to become extinct at the rate of like thousands a year or some shit. Has any has any other species caused another species to become extinct? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean Maybe. I, I I guess I really don't know. Maybe. There could always be outliers of some shit. Yeah. But as far as like the scope of our impact is so big and so grand. Like this is but that, but that's not to say that it couldn't be otherwise. Like, 
there's no reason why we all couldn't become like if we get over this hump right now and then if we all become woke like <laughs> in a real sense <laughs> there's uh, yeah. there's no reason why we can't become actual stewards right of the earth right there's no yeah there's no reason uh it just takes a lot of effort and i think it it almost takes like human history is such like it almost takes being at the precipice of something to c- cause us to change our mind or repent, if you want to use <laughs> the New Testament verbiage. Like, it, it takes yeah. some crazy shit to cause us to... N- necessity is the mother of all invention, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just getting, I, getting people on board is the hard part. It, it's funny <laughs> how closely this parallels the Lord of the Rings. Like, well, totally it, it's great. not there. Yeah. there's hope. There's not a lot of hope. There's a little hope. Fool's hope. There, there's a fool's hope that Frodo can throw, can cast the ring into the fire. Yeah, it's not logically impossible. No. So but if you who's but our if you Frodo? don't, <laughs> uh, who's our Sam? Like Elon Musk would be a candidate. Someone like that. Someone. Uh, but even that can get manipulated. I bet it's so hard. Some. It's like, it's like one person can't save us. Somebody who is at least affiliated with science. Mm-hmm. Like Al Gore? I'm <laughs> just playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, for real. Someone's got it. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to have hope, man. I just try not to focus on it because it's too burdensome. It's too overwhelming. I can't read the news like you do, man, every day. I did see this Trump shit, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Get the fuck out of here. He didn't say that. I always see Trump's tweets, and I'm like, that's not, that's not real. Turns that's out, turns out to be real yeah. <laughs> shit. That's how I operate. Like I really didn't want to be burning in hell for all eternity. So yeah, of course I found universalism, and then yeah, I don't want to literally be burning to death on Earth. So might yeah. as well might as well figure out what's going on and try this. to figure out how to save it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do your part. Do you take your canvas bags? When you go to the supermarket, I, market, I don't, I don't want to say. No, I, I don't want to say. <laughs> I forget half the time. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. I was in Nashville in the summer, and I, I had the. Che- I was at the grocery store, and th- these fucking baggers were putting one item in one plastic bag and putting it in my cart. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? You put a bag in a bag. Like I can carry that shit just as easily. <laughs> like why are you putting one thing in a bag?" And I gave one bag back to the lady. She gave me a smaller plastic bag and put that shit in there. I was like, what the f- <laughs> What are you doing? But that's what we, but I, that's what you have to do as a society, though. You have to, <laughs> yeah, you have to put it in the public conscience. And then, yeah, most people will think it's BS right. and, and they won't care. Yeah. <laughs> All you can do is your part. There's some quote that Gandalf says. We use it in one of our books, in our first book. Some about it's not our responsibility to like figure out what the weather's going to be, but it's our it's our responsibility just to make make the soil good. Do do your part. Make this little plot yeah. of land your. No, it was a, it was a pastor that I that, that I that I know and I really respect. It, yeah, he had a Lord of the Rings poster in his office, mm-hmm. where they're in uh, the mines of Moria, mm-hmm. and Frodo wished that this didn't happen in his uh, time, and Gandalf yeah. was like. Nobody can decide, right. you know, what happens in their time on Earth. But they can decide what they do with that time. Yeah. So, yeah, you've been given the ring, which sucks. Which but totally sucks. 
You can choose what happens to it. Yeah. Yeah, we can't reforest the Amazon. We can't do all that shit, but we can do our part. Sometimes it just seems like it's just a, such a small blip. I get that. Like It's like, I'm just one person, man. And a lot of it's a lot of work. You're just trying to get by during the day. You got to go here and you got to go there. You For me, this, you do that. it's totally selfish, but it's all about my conscience. Yeah. If your conscience is clear, you're good. <laughs> but what else are you going to do? Right. And you can only experience your own conscience. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so far as we know. So as selfish as it seems, just, I mean, just to feel, just so you can sleep at night. Yeah. If only for that, like you won't, we, you won't be hurting the cause. You can't, you can't, you have no control over how much that will affect nope. the cause, but you, you, you can absolutely not hurt the cause, but how much you help the cause, yeah, you don't. You got no say, really. You know, it's got to. Do what you think's right. Yeah. If you think voting for Trump is right, if you think he's chosen by God, go all in at least. <laughs> I don't agree with you. I think I think I think we have to have a conversation if you're willing to listen. But but, but no no. But honestly, you bring up kind of a really deep point that if you if you honestly believe that Trump is the second coming of God and that you're helping the cause. I don't know how much I can really fault you for that. If you're, <laughs> if you're, as long as if you're doing what you feel is right, at least you're cons- at least you're. What's the word? Stay. Well, consistent, but but you're not consistent though. Are you ultimately consistent? I, I don't know how you can be. Seems like a lot of cognitive dissonance goes into. It, well, you're you're consistent on a level of consciousness consciousness i don't know I, I don't know where people I, are I'm, at. I'm at the edge of this conversation right now <laughs> i don't <laughs> i sometimes don't know what to say about trump man i and i and i it's not even about trump like it's about the supporters for me like if some if some narcissist says he's the the chosen one of god or doesn't disagree with it or whatever there's a lot of people like that it's the level of of support from people who should know better right these people read their Bible all the time. They do all their Bible studies. They go to church every Sunday. They talk about the end times all the time. They talk about this and that. And yeah. it's like, wait, <laughs> what? You guys don't see this? You don't see this. You don't see a guy who doesn't give a shit about poor people. I mean, he's a New York billionaire who lives in a literal gold tower. He shits on a gold toilet. <laughs> he has a golden shower every day. <laughs> womp womp. Like, this dude is the opposite of the dude who rode a donkey into Jerusalem who had no yeah. money and wore sandals, got funded by someone else, primary Magdalene, had no money of his own. And this is the dude who's the second coming of God. You got Jesus on the one hand, you got a New York billionaire on the other. The fuck? I mean, you really think they look that much alike? Y'all don't really? see this? Y'all, <laughs> you don't see this? Really? So I don't know how you're being consistent because I went to those Bible studies. I heard those sermons every fucking Sunday, it seemed, all the time. Revelation, 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 end times, end times, end times, rapture, 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 antichrist, antichrist, mark of the beast, mark of the beast, all this shit, all the time. It was like jammed down my fucking throat. And, but, but the point is that you bought it. I mean, do you think you really... Well, it's what I grew up in. Was there a time where you honestly believed it? Yeah, when I was little. Right. 
And that's kind of my point. Because I went through it too. And I, they're just like extending an olive branch here. Like, I get it. I've, I've been where you're at. Totally. But understand that we who have crossed to the other side, we know your arguments and we know that they're bullshit. Yeah. How do you not see it? That's my point. Like, how do you not see their bullshit? I would, again, I mean, everybody grows at a different rate. True. And I get it. It seems that, yeah, I want to say, how can you not see this? Well, they can't see it because they're blind. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know how responsible they are for being that blind. Yeah. I mean, I think. So what gets them to not be blind? That's the million dollar question. I mean, society and society. Like, you get blinded by society, and then another part of society gets you out of it. Or, no, I, sorry, I think ultimately you get you get struck by a vision. Maybe. I mean, in some way. however it looks for you, that's, how, that's the only way I can describe my conversion yeah. from evangelicalism to uh, universalism. Yeah. Like, I, I read Rob Bell's book, Love Wins, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking. But it didn't. It didn't solidify. It wasn't completely solidified until I had a direct experience. Yeah, some trend. a direct vision. Yeah. a direct vision of how reality actually works. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, so God needs argu- to argument, give all these people visions. <laughs> <laughs> arguments help. I mean, maybe they they uh, they tend the soil. Mm-hmm. They make it ready. Mm-hmm. But someone has to have an experience that really shakes them. And I think, yeah, and I think it's ultimately a matter, a matter of grace. Yeah, saving yourself from yourself. Yeah, yeah. I that's why. That's why nobody can ultimately boast. Yeah, that's true. To bring in biblical, to be a biblical, bi- to analogy. be bi- biblical yeah. about it, you would. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know me. Yeah, I know you. Like I said, I haven't read my Bible in a hot minute. Over a year, I think. Honestly. Oh, it's been way longer. <laughs> well, like. I I read it because I kind of have to you now. Have you been reading it? Anything? I have, but only because I'm semi-compelled. I don't, I don't want to say how. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't from my from my standpoint, I don't yeah, you want I don't mind reading the Bible. Like, yeah, there's good things in the Bible. Totally. It's just how you how you approach it. That's that's my only beef. Yeah. Totally. I just haven't been reading anything. I haven't been reading. You don't have time. You just don't care. I just don't. You don't care even, about the word of God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got me. Uh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> no, I haven't been reading books at all. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I just been doing other shit. I was reading for a while, like a lot, a lot, a lot. But not not recently. I don't know. Just a season. I think there's a season for everything. Yeah. I read I read a lot of news, but not a bunch. It's been a while since I've read anything spiritual. <laughs> I, I take that back. I, I did read. Uh, my boy Matt Reeves asked me to read his book, which is coming out on Choir. Oh, nice. It's called Saying No to God. It's good. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's really good. I mean, I, I I read it quickly. I got. I told him I'd reread it, but I read it quickly because he he wanted a blurb, so I wanted to make sure to give him that. But I did read that. That was good. So, yeah, he's good. He's at Yale. He comes from an Adventist <laughs> background. Super smart. Nice. He wrote, uh, I, guess, I think he wrote like 
like a lay person's version of this book and then a scholarly version of this book because oh. he's a fucking scholar. Wow. I'm like, damn, that's, that's not me. Pretty interesting. Not, no, that's good. Yeah. So I think his premise is basically that the Bible tells us to say no to God. So yeah. Sounds thought, about right. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Like, and, and I take that to mean personally, like say no to theological claims because often we conflate theology with God. So push back on everything. Say no, no, that doesn't seem right. Go kill my kid? No. Hmm. I'm not gonna do that. To go sacrifice my kid so you can be happy? No. The the ultimate trajectory of the Bible does seem to be against any kind of legalism. Mm-hmm. The meta narrative certainly goes that way. Yeah. It includes legalism yeah. for sure. That's what it, makes it, it, inc- it includes it. Is, is that well, I mean, said? yeah, I mean, you can get into Torah, you can get into certain interpretations of Torah, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, I think legalism is a part of 95% of most people's journey, getting past that. Yeah. Richard Moore, Richard, Richard Moore, Richard Rohr has the great analogy that the Bible is like our life. Like you start with thou shalt not, like you start with yeah. when you're early on, don't do that. Stop doing that. Don't do that. You can't do that. And then it gets into the questioning, the prophets, Job, uh, you get into those kind of things. Shaking your fist at the sky, not really having an answer. <laughs> then you get to the good yeah. stuff. You get to the gospel. And that's the second half of life, as he would call it. But it's a journey. It's totally a journey. Seems like you go from being like an engineer to being an artist or something. Mm. Not that an artist can't be an engineer, but like engineers are very exacting. Like they, they yeah. look at the... the at the exact blueprint yeah. that they're looking at. Yeah. <clears throat> An artist makes it look nice. It gives you the, gives you the full picture. And I guess artists generally don't tend to go insane. Like, it's the mathematicians that go insane. It's not the artist. Is it? The artist knows how to ride the the waves of the ocean, like the changes of life. They can just absorb them. Not, Whereas... Not Dolly. <laughs> no. Do you think he wasn't insane? He wasn't insane. Do you think Salvador if, if you if you uh, <laughs> wait, who cut off his ear? It wasn't Van Gogh, was it? <laughs> it was actually. Was it? Oh, was it? I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. But Dolly wasn't—he was crazy. Some he was. artists are probably crazy. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, analogies, <laughs> metaphors are never perfect. <laughs> no, they, no, they're not. That's that's the nature of. Them. But the point is. You're not meant to absorb, to try to analyze every part of life. You're supposed to live life. You're not supposed to analyze it. Ooh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Analyze it only to the point that it helps you live life. But beyond that, it... It's not the ultimate answer. Your anal- analyzation of it. Analyzation. Right. It... <laughs> The, the ultimate point of life is not to analyze life. It's to it's to live life. Yeah. That's kind of like uh, the point of the dance is the dance. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. Good shit, man. Good yes. shit. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm glad the sun went down. It was hot today. <laughs> it was. <laughs> nice now. I kind of thought about taking a hike down Head Dam, but... No. Nope. Global warming whooped your ass. Rather be safe. <laughs> I'm getting... This is the time of year when I get a little bit neurotic. I'm like done with summer. End of August, yeah. I fucking... And it's going to go into September. You know, it's going to be hot. A little claustrophobic. You'll hit September 1 and you'll be like, okay, we're good. 
It'll be like no. 98. You're like, fuck, never mind. Or when September 21st rolls around, especially now, since global warming has kicked in. Is that the uh, official date of fall? Yeah. 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 You expect the, the colors to start turning, the temperatures to cool. Well, right. My point, but you like, yeah, you expect September 21 temperatures should, you know, start yeah. going down. But 70, they don't. 70, 75. Nope. Nope. 91, 93. Hot as fuck. Matt hating life still. Sweating his ass off. (laughs) I sweat more. Do you sweat more when you get older? Have you? I've sweat more and I've got a lot of gray hair. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but I have been sweating more. I've been sweating a shit ton, man. You should see me when I work out for like an hour. That's actually, that's a sign of cancer. Fuck. So, you might might want to get ourselves checked out. No, I don't have cancer, I don't think, right now. (laughs) There you go. Thinking positive always helps. <laughs> Does it? Set your intention, as Jamal would say. You're not getting cancer. You're not getting cancer. No, I don't want cancer. But I do sweat a lot. I sweat a shit ton. And I'm always hot. Everything, I'm hot. Hot, hot, hot. Always fucking hot. I got my menopausal woman hot flashes all the time. That's the case. Jeez, women. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It must suck. I heard... uh Women have a quick menopause. Men have like a slow decline. <laughs> this is a gradual. Starts earlier and it takes longer. Women, right. Women's is like a. It's like a, what, like a crab in boiling water, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't know if you feel like you can complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can when it, when can you complain? When can you menopause? <laughs> I don't know. I probably I probably do. I probably bitch moan and complain. I bet if you, I bet if you graphed it, it would be on a cycle. I'm just guessing. I have no fucking clue. Fuck well, do I know? I think that has been shown. Um, Manstrating, right? Manstrating. Yeah, men are on are on a cycle. We cycle. And it kind of that that seems experientially true. Yeah, probably. There's sometimes when I'm in moods when I don't even know why I'm in a mood. That makes no sense to me. It's because of your hormones. It's fucking hormones just <laughs> fucking kicking my ass. Maybe that's probably true. I'm not going to say it's not, because I got no clue. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but that's that's what it means to be a part of this world. What? Christians, maybe in the, sorry. Okay. <laughs> in the West, at least. I mean, they have this worldview that the human soul comes from without. Mm. The ghost in the machine. Mm-hmm. I think that's the analogy. Mm-hmm. Like, you're this, ultimately, you're this spirit that is uh, inhabiting this flesh. You're not really associated with your flesh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the flesh is always bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Buddhist, the Eastern worldview, it's not, you didn't come into this world, you came out of this world. Uh, you're a part of this world. Mm. Um, which... The Christian view seems really Gnostic, like it's really separate. It seems like if you if you didn't if somebody didn't tell you that and you were just observing reality, would you really think that you came from uh, some other dimension, or would you gen- would you look around? Would you look at your impulses? Would you look at the impulses of animals and say, "Oh, well, generally, yeah, we're kind of alike." Animals mm-hmm. have sexual urges. I have sexual urges. They mm-hmm. have to eat. I have to eat. Yeah. We seem kind of the same. The only difference would be 
self-consciousness. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps self-awareness. Self-awareness, yeah. yeah. The concept of I, the letter I. So it might, it, I, I guess I'm willing to entertain the notion that it's both and. Hmm. We are, I would say we're definitely part of this world, but I could also see how we're special. And if that means that we come out of the world, so be it, I guess, but I don't think that's the only answer. Yeah. It's also confusing to me. Yeah. And it's all very speculative. It is. Yeah. And maybe that's the point. Like maybe we shouldn't worry about that so much. Right. Don't, don't, yeah. Back to what we said maybe five minutes ago. Don't, the point isn't to analyze it. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to analyze your good feelings? Shouldn't you just be experiencing? Just experience them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the existential questions really just kind of take you in. Well, it's, it can be interesting, but it's not, that's not where you should be. Not if it causes anxiety and shit, like existential oh, crises sure. and all those. I mean, yeah. I have them. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but maybe mm. they're, maybe we shouldn't entertain them so much. We should just experience, just, just live. Yeah. I think the ultimate guide would just be. If you're not at peace, if you're a- if you're anxious, if you're depressed, like is it because you're not in the moment? Because you're not thinking? Because you're not you're not in the moment. You're thinking about the future. You're dwelling on the past. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, just realize that this is it. This is this is it. <laughs> this is all that you have. This is literally all that's it. <laughs> and this- if if I were to get any tattoo. It would probably be in Chinese. It would probably, yeah. <laughs> it would be like this is it. Just as a reminder, just this whenever you're whenever you're feeling bad, just realize this is it. And That'd be a good tattoo. Yeah, you don't have any, do you? Nope. It's so funny how we're so different in that way. I'm tatted up from head to toe, and some of it, I'm like, I wouldn't get that today. Someone asked me, I was like, you don't regret it though, do you? No, it's part of who I am, or who I was, or where I came from. I mean, I think it looks, I think it looks beautiful. Yeah, it like, looks cool. But this is it would be good. We should get matching tattoos. I'd totally be willing to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll get it on my neck. <laughs> I always wanted a neck tattoo. I'll I'll puss out and I'll put it, you know, in, in a shirt region. There you go. Put it on your ass and so then we can see it. <laughs> I'll put it right on my fucking neck. <laughs> Lindsay Lindsay won't let me get a tattoo on my neck. I because go. you can't hide it. Well, it's just kinda trashy looking. I think it looks cool. <laughs> I think a comedian said, like, someone with a neck tattoo is basically saying, like, I don't want a job. No, that's on the face. That's not That's not the neck. Oh, I think I heard the joke on the neck. No, I, I heard that joke. and it, it On was, the face? It was on the face. Well, either way, I'm like, I don't want a fucking job. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> How does that apply to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to have a job. I got two. <laughs> so I'm not trying to have them. I, I, I do them. I don't mind. I do them well. But if I had my druthers... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I wouldn't have a fucking job. No, I, Get the fuck out of here. I'm pretty sure I would be totally fine if I were retired. Yeah, totally. I don't think I would be bored. If I was getting paid to podcast and write music and write books, you think I'd be working? Well, I mean, technically you would be. Working. Well, technically I would be working, but you know, working, working, the grind, the nine to five. Whatever. It's because you actually enjoy what you're doing. That's why you're kind of second guessing it. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. People see that all the time, though. They see they they say stuff like, uh, "I don't think they see like writing books as a job, job, job." They don't see it as, "Oh, you got to go to work." It's like, yeah, I actually do. Like, I do get paid. 
<laughs> I do get paid for this. It's not a regular paycheck. It's a little different than you're used to, but I see, I think we see that a lot of times, like any sort of content creation, any art you're creating, we don't see it as work or a job, but it totally is. Not that you can't enjoy it because you should. My fucking mic keeps falling down. But it's uh, effort. <clears throat> it is effort. And probably rather just be zoning out to Colbert or, you know, whatever. Would you? I can only take so much of that. I like making stuff. I like creating stuff. You're right. No. Yeah. It's a little of both. I just don't want to do the job that I wouldn't do if it wasn't for the money. I, I feel like a part of me is always lagging behind. Like, yeah, there's times when I really don't feel like listening to YouTube videos. I, I actually feel like creating stuff, mm. but it's not 40 hours a week. Mm. Doesn't have so to I'm be. always going to have to, I mean, I don't know if 40 hours is the benchmark of, you know, making a livable wage. But. It shouldn't be. 40 hours seems like a lot. Just think of all the stuff you'd rather do for 40 hours a week. Like you, you really spend 40 hours a week doing something you don't really want to do? Do you, do you hang out with your wife 40 hours a week? Your kid? <laughs> play video games for hours, 40 hours a week? Watch movies? Read books? Podcasts? Right? No. But we'd sit in a cubicle for 40 to 50 hours a week. <laughs> And not and not think twice. That's crazy. Yep. Doesn't seem that sustainable. Seems like an unhappy society, but I, I don't know. think I think most people would be relieved if if they could, you know, scale it back to twenty hours a week, fifteen hours a week, like they wouldn't be wanting more work, mm. I, I don't think. Mm mm. Nah, we work we work too much. Not that work's a bad thing, but just like doing like the grind shit that we don't want to do. I don't know. I bet that's at least at least half of us are doing shit we don't we don't really want to do. We're just doing it because we have to. We got we got to start living for a living. We got to start living for a living, right, Jamal? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. But this whole thing with Trump with Trump's interesting, man. I I swear to God, it's very it's very interesting. If you could if you could not be if it was a movie, I definitely think it's fun. It's real life, so it's not as fun. It's not as fun, and I feel like we're at a breaking point. I feel like something big is going to happen pretty soon. Yeah, probably around the elections. Probably. I think either way, we're going to be kind of. It's going to be kind of weird. If if Trump gets beat, I think some people are going to be pissed. Like there's going to there's going to be some violence. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right, because they have all the guns. He elected. Oh, that's going to be weird as fuck too. Another four years of this shit. Jesus Christ. That's going to be weird, too. But Four I don't more know. years, and Trump is going to drive our reputation around the globe into the ground. Eight years of Trump. We're, we're never going to... It's going to take a while for America to claw back its reputation. I think it's already going to. Not that so. it... Huh? Yeah, it's already going to. Oh, it already has. Totally. Right now, I think it's not... It may not be beyond repair. Like, if Trump doesn't get elected, I think people will say, yeah... <laughs> American democracy isn't perfect, but the people are good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their democracy helped, you know. Well, it helped and hurt. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like they fucked it up for a little bit. They fucked it up, but they still, the part of that allowed them to claw back their dignity. Like, yeah, we can actually vote these people out of office. We can vote, sorry, Mitch McConnell, out of office. We can Mm -hmm. vote. (laughs) 
not Trump sorry. out of office. <laughs> not really sorry. Um, yeah. And could you do that within a dictatorship? No. True. So. Do you think Trump would ever try to actually get more than eight years? Like he said some shit or, or someone said some shit. I think it was that dude from Liberty, like fucking Falwell Jr. <laughs> basically alluded to the fact that Trump should get two extra years for how much time we wasted. How much t- how much of his time we wasted. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <clears throat> Mr. Constitutionalist conservative? Yeah. Like, what? No, I mean, seeing how... I mean, both sides have kind of, like, corroded how the Senate should work. Like, Mitch McConnell is all mad that Democrats are trying to get rid of the filibuster mm-hmm. rule right now. But he's... He's he's forgetting what he did to yeah um to change Senate rules mm-hmm. like they just play the game when it works for their benefit and then they flip it and when it's it, pretty it's pretty obvious it seems pretty obvious it's all just <laughs> fucking dog and pony show man this is why I don't this is why I don't fuck with it anymore I can't do it I can't deal with it it's too frustrating it's too fucking frustrating to read I don't know how you do it every day read the news oh Christ I can't do it. I'd go mad. Uh, boredom. If I had <laughs> if I had other things to do with my time. <laughs> I mean, it is. It kinda, does. It, it's kind of like a car crash too. So it, I get it. But it does. I mean, it does generally interest me. Like I think you can generally see how it fits in with my love of big ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Politics, philosophy—they're all kind of of the same family. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, I mean, they go hand in hand. They certainly are influenced, impacted by one another. Yeah, any any subject. No, like, I, I know I'm not an engineer. Like, I'm not going to read a bunch of engineering books. But, yeah, anything, any subject where it really requires a lot of reading, where you really have a handle on the subject, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I get it. I, w- I, I did politics for a while, but that was before. Trump, and then so it was kind of the, kind of the opposite. Like he drove you out, and he no, I was already kind of off the wagon a little oh, bit. Okay, but yeah, sometimes he is like watching a car crash. Though you can't look away. Yeah, can't look away. You got to take a peek. You got to slow down. Look and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably an evolutionary thing. Yeah, totally the survival thing where you. People generally tend to focus on the negative, what can go wrong, rather yeah. than the positive, which... Yeah. yeah. I do that all the time. That's what, that's what starts my anxiety. I just... What's the worst thing that's going to happen? <laughs> Fuck. That's going to play out for sure. <laughs> and all these things are going to lead to it. No. Yeah. But, yeah. It's all fucking maddening, man. It's all fucking maddening. But we're all going to die, so... That's true. What does it matter? I saw this funny meme about, like... It was like someone was dying. They're like, we need a doctor. The guy shows up. He's like, I'm a doctor. She asked him a question. He's like, oh, I'm a doctor in philosophy. <laughs> and then the girl's <laughs> like, oh, he's going to die. And then the philosopher's response is, we're all going to die. <laughs> like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the meaning of life. You're going to die. <laughs> the meaning of, yeah, you were born to die. Yeah. Sorry to put it that way, but... So fuck well and drink well and you know live well. Try not to live forever. Yeah, just 
go out like a fucking supernova, man. <laughs> <laughs> With a flash and some energy. Fucking hell, that dude was here. He went out big. Do it. I'd rather live a, I'd rather live a, like a eventful life for 50 years, 40 years than 90 years of doing nothing and like suffering like for the last 20 with dementia or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, 40 years doing what you actually love as opposed to 90 years just being miserable. Miserable the whole time. Totally. I don't want to die in three years, but I'm just saying like if I had to choose, yeah. From what I've seen, living 90 years is not all it's cracked up to be. Fucking live too long, man. Seems like a fucking bitch. My grandpa's 89. I'm like, this does not... He wouldn't look at that and be like, yeah, this is what I meant. It doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look good. It's not good. It's not something I want to... Uh, no. Mm-mm. If I'm like going, losing my mind, losing my body completely, shitting myself or something, nope. Give me a bottle of really good whiskey, some morphine, and have one last party. Shit. <laughs> Once you start pulling your pants, you might want to maybe think about accelerating the whole process. Yeah. Like, all right. right. I'm at the end. <laughs> I'm at the end. It doesn't get much better from here. Mm-mm. All right. Doing some crazy shit for a second and going out some with a bang. Some morphine, some whiskey. Peace out. <laughs> Listen to my favorite music. Yeah, pretty sure you guys can't, uh, you know, criticize me for doing this. <laughs> no, no. What leg do you have to stand on, bitch? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. You ready? You ready to call it a night? Yeah, I'm done. You're like, yeah, I'm done. Fuck this. Did Fuck. I say that too quickly? Yeah, Sorry. too quickly. You need to pause. And be like, well, yeah, yeah, sure, I can be done. No, I, I guess I'm done. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm done. No, I get it, man. I had a podcast earlier today, and then I worked That's all right. day. Not that I don't love doing this shit, but sometimes it's like, man, it's a lot of I, brain time. Now. It's a lot of brain time. That's the thing. And I was up at three. I couldn't go to sleep. I had insomnia like a bitch. Really? I gave up at four and went on my computer and went out on the couch. And I think I watched soccer highlights because I was just like, I did not. There's right. no point. I'm not going back to sleep. So I've been, I've been at it for a while. So uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening. To those who are listening. Please support us on Patreon. Uh, we're going to go to Philbrook this week. We're going to record something. We're going to go again. Shoot up there early Sunday. Yeah, so we'll have a... Uh, for our Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash thebonfiresessions. We'll have a bonus episode for y'all coming up soon. If you want to get on that, for I think it's like 5 bucks a month. We'll get you some bonus content. Uh, rate us on iTunes. That helps. Give us a review. Uh, follow, the, follow the page on Facebook. Join the group. We'll have some discussions if you want. We're there. We're available. Uh, yeah. And just, as as always. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't be a cunt. Oh, don't or be a dick. A bitch or, or yeah, Any a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> be a little, a cute little dick, but not a big, veiny one. If uh, you have to be a dick, be a small one. Be a small one. So, peace out. Be nice to one another. And, uh, yeah, make America great again. No, really, make America great again. <laughs> Maga. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,